Hi guys, welcome to Model of Judy. I hope you're having a great week so far. And first of all, I just wanted to say thank you so much to Kairos for that amazing, super sick, insane intro. Like, I am so obsessed with it, you guys. I have been replaying it for a million times since he sent it to me. And oh, I love it. You guys should go check him out. He's an upcoming artist in the Philippines and has the most amazing music I've ever heard. So for this week's episode, I'm going to try and be as transparent as I can. So when I was younger, one of my main influences on why I wanted to start modeling was mainly because of my mom. Because before she had me, she was a model herself. And growing up, she would always put me in these gorgeous clothes and would let me style myself as I want with the backless tops and the mini skirts and then you know obviously as I grew up as I grew older I found out the world of pageantry and after I quit pageantry I moved straight into modeling after a lot of people have mentioned oh you should go into modeling blah blah, blah. so I was like okay why not and it kind of stemmed from there like I think I was in fifth or sixth grade that I wanted to become a model so since then, it's always been my goal. Like, I did not have anything else in mind besides that. I first started out with a local brand who told me I looked like this model from America's Next Top Model, Justin Bitikon. Then I did a collab shoot, and those photos are the photos I sent um, the Arab Fashion Council, where I landed my first runway with um, Dubai Fashion Week. And that was like post COVID-ish, 2020. It was slowly subsiding, but it was still there. Then I decided to continue pursuing this career because of the support that I got from my friends and my family. And that obviously helped with my confidence and helped me into taking risks as I was starting. Like taking brands that weren't known, but going for the shoots anyway, just because I needed like experience. From there on, I applied to so many different agencies and jobs literally anything to get me started and noticed and obviously instagram helped a lot with that like nowadays i'm happy that people are taking advantage of like social media even pinterest instagram or tiktok so that's it like i have a simple story on how i started up modeling then when i started going on shoots i experienced different environments on set there's different types of modeling um, there's e-commerce, the one you see when you're scrolling through Namshi or Revolve. Then there's runway, commercial, editorial beauty, lifestyle, and literally so much more. And each job has like a different timing, I guess you could say. Like it will like your work hours will depend on the type of the job. And obviously flexibility is like one of the must-haves. Because you have to be ready for anything. Like you can start at 5 a.m. or 10 a.m. or 3 p.m. And then you can end at like 12 midnight or something. Like there is no in between. You have to be ready for whatever they throw at you. And most of the time in shoots, it's going to start with a small brief on what the shoot will be. Like how it's going to look like. Or sometimes they send it to you overnight. So it could depend really. Then after that, they rush you to hair and makeup, and if needed, sometimes fitting before that. You guys, I'm gonna be honest. There could be no breaks during a four-hour shoot. And if it's an eight-hour shoot, there could be like 
a break of 30 minutes in between takes. That is it. Sometimes there's no breaks at all. Like you could have a few bites here and there, but no full resting break. If you're lucky and have other models working with you, then you probably have small breaks a lot where you just sit and wait for your turn to be in front of the camera. But most of the time, you don't have breaks or it's just like 30 minutes. If it's like a six hour shoot, I think they could give you like a small bite here and there. But that's from my experience, okay? Some shoots did not give me like any breaks because they just wanted me to continue on shooting, like just to finish it quickly. And mind you guys, that is just for shoots, okay? When you're like in front of a camera for pictures, for videos, for whatever. Because for runways, it is a whole other story. Like, runways are always chaotic and everyone is always in a rush because the amount of models could range from like 10 to 25 or even more. It could depend on the designer. And usually, I think from my experience, the call time for a runway is usually like 8 a.m. If it includes fittings, hair and makeup. But usually if it's happening at night, obviously the call time would be in the afternoon. This happened to me once and it was the craziest thing ever because I worked for 12 hours straight for a runway. I think we did nothing at all for 10 hours except lounge around. Like, we started hair and makeup at like 9am, 10am-ish. And then we went to the venue, so we were there at 12pm. And then we literally just sat around there. I mean, we did have rehearsals. But it was like 30 minutes and everyone was telling us, you can't leave, you can't leave, stay in the location, blah, blah, blah. And we were like, are you kidding me? Because, guys, it was so hot inside as well. Like, there were so many people. We were there until 9 p.m. Like, we were just sitting around from, I think, 12 p.m. to... 7 p.m. until the show started like we're just sitting around talking eating like that's it i mean it sounds easy but at the same time like you get tired by the time you're walking the runway but obviously you still try your best so being on set is always fun because of the new and different people you meet every time sometimes seeing a person you previously worked with is also nice because having a familiar face on set is always comforting like you have a person to talk to immediately but of course, at the end of the day, with a shoot or runway or whatever, I can't help but feel exhausted. Standing and posing in front of a camera with a bright flash on your face, like six hours a day, can be really tiring. I mean, I'm not complaining because being a model, I would say, is an easy job compared to others. Like meeting new people, wearing amazing clothes and jewelry, and doing what you love is always an easy task. But of course, with every job you get with every occupation there's always its pros and cons like meeting new people you get more connections they can recommend you to other clients book you for other shoots make lifelong friends even but the downside of that when entering a shoot where you don't know anyone is you don't really know who you'll work with until you arrive on set it can easily get toxic if someone in the crew or yourself don't really get along with someone easily and sometimes obviously you hear like rumors that this person or this blah 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 is not good to work with then you see them on set and you're like ooh. but obviously 
don't try to get other people's judgments to cloud your own. Another, oh my god, another thing that could be very, very, very annoying with this industry is the payment. It can be really good. They can pay within 50 to 30 days and fast. And sometimes even smaller companies pay better. That's the thing. Like, that's an issue that the industry here in the UAE is trying to tackle because some companies, some brands, some agencies try to take advantage of their models. And of course, newer models don't realize that what they're getting paid is really, really low. But sometimes, I guess, I'm not going to say it's fine, but it's understandable because they don't have like a solid portfolio yet. But at the same time, don't exploit like your workers like that, you know? And you guys, even if you're working for a big company, if you're shooting for a big company, the pay can be extremely low. Like I think I got offered a job from this huge international company, okay? Like I'm saying massive. And I think they they only offered me like a thousand, a thousand five hundred or something. And I was like, are they serious? They're an international worldwide famous company and they're paying their workers that much. I was like so flabbergasted by that fact. I was like, no way. And there are also times where agencies or brands or whatever are not going to pay you. It hasn't happened to me, thank God. But it has happened to so many other models that I know. They would be like, don't work with that agency, don't work with that brand because they're not going to pay you. Like no matter how many times you text them, you call them, you come to them, they're not going to pay you. And that is something honestly that needs to be fixed within this industry because it happened to so many people you guys and sometimes payment terms could be 60 days do you guys hear how that crazy how insane that sounds like two months for like let's say two thousand like why would i want to wait that long for that amount of money you know it's insane and if you try to like talk to the person in charge of the money i want to get this money within 15 to 30 days instead they're like oh no sorry we don't allow that like is 60 days even legal (laughs) because i don't know like i said earlier one of the main issues in the uae about the industry right now are the rates the money the payments after talking to like other models hearing their opinions on this payment terms are different with every model and agency. Some, not all, okay, take advantage of professional models and pay them what you'd pay a friend to do a photo shoot for you. It's the same with other creatives like photographers, hair and makeup, stylists, creative directors, and many more. Like, you could be a professional model and a big brand approaches you and they're like, hey, can I pay you 500 to do like a six or shoot? And I'm like, that's insane. Like, that is your job. That is your profession, and they're trying to pay you with that amount of money. We compared what we get to other countries, and the difference is astonishing. In Europe, let's say models get paid a thousand euros, which is estimated four thousand dirhams for a full day of shooting, which is eight hours, okay? But here in the UAE, most models get paid one thousand five hundred dirhams 
which is around 400 euros. Sometimes, you guys, that has the usage in it too, okay? 1,500 dirhams has the usage in it. Look at that difference. It's insane. Alongside that, a full day shoot would usually mean like 8 hours of work since that's the legal amount of hours in the UAE. But some brands and agencies mask the word full day and it becomes 12 hours or even more. And in those 12 hours and the rate they've given you, sometimes there's no extra overtime pay. Which is crazy. Like obviously, usually there would be overtime pay. Like you tell your booker or your agent, oh, hey, they exceeded like two hours. And I do that and I get like my extra pay. But some don't pay their models extra, which is crazy. And I think that is also because the UAE doesn't, I think, have a creative or um, law that protects the models or something. I'm not sure, but I believe some other countries have that. Anyway, so sometimes it's understandable that models take low-paying jobs just because everyone's in a different financial situation. Some could be starting out and truly need the recognition and experience, and some need the money to just get by the month. And that's completely fine, you know, everyone has their own experiences. But the thing is, brands and agencies shouldn't take advantage of their crew. If they want a good result, they have to pay the price. If you want good photos for your brand or whatever, obviously you get a professional model. If you want like amateur stuff, then get your friend to model it. If you want free work, if you want to pay a model for cheap, get a friend or something. Like no offense, if it's not within your budget, that's fine. The other alternative is just get someone you know, like get a friend to model for you. Like get your best friend or something. Because the amount you pay in this industry will determine the outcome of the work they've done. And speaking of rates, I almost forgot about this. There are different types of shoots too. There's collabs, paid work, unpaid work. There's a difference with all of those. And I don't think a lot of people really understand that. There's also test shoots, which is, I think, would go hand in hand with collabs. So collabs or test shoots is where no one earns money from it and everyone benefits with a picture for portfolio uses. Like, it's not going to be used for a brand, it's not going to be used for anything except for the portfolio or your social media. Like, no one is supposed to earn any money from it. And then unpaid work, where basically a brand approaches you, uses your photos through social media, and their website to promote their products, meaning the brand earns money from it, but you don't. So basically, you provided them free labor. <laughs> that sounds crazy, but it is. It's free labor. Like you post in front of the camera for them to use the photos on their social media and website. Um, that's basically free labor, is it not? And then there's also paid work, basically. The usual thing which everyone should be doing, paying their models with real money. And there's others too where um, brands or whatever or agencies pay their models with clothes or vouchers. Depending on the shoot, like whatever. But that's the thing some agencies don't understand. Is that people have modeling as their career, as their profession, is 
as their main source of income. And they're like, let me just pay you with clothes or vouchers. It's only going to be like a two-hour shoot. Like, no. Like, you... Could I eat the freaking clothes and vouchers? I don't think so. Because sometimes if it's a good brand, like, okay, that's cool. But most of the time, this is our job. We don't want clothes or vouchers in exchange. We want money where we can use it to pay the rent, get our food, like use it for our needs. But yeah, I have turned down a lot of projects who say, oh, let me give you clothes or whatever in exchange for like a six or shoot and i'm like are you crazy so to conclude this episode there are so many models myself included that will guide you you don't need to pay for anything you guys honestly because some things in this industry can only be learned through experience and from others who have experienced this industry firsthand Uh, modeling schools are gonna hate me for this but you don't need them don't pay them to teach you because I can assure you that a lot of models are going to say you don't need modeling schools when your career is starting don't pay for anything do collabs with photographers who want to grow their portfolio too and grow your own portfolio through that and not modeling schools Yes, they could provide you opportunities with runways or shoots or whatever, but preferably don't. Don't pay for modeling schools. It's not necessary. If a brand collabs you and you really, really need to grow your portfolio, take it. Like, take every chance you see and be wise with your moves. By being wise, I mean know which brands you've shot for will attract casting directors, brands that align with you as a model and what you want to do. In the beginning, it would be an absolute privilege to be able to pick what I want to model for. But sometimes, since you're starting, you take every opportunity given to you and I do believe like that is a smarter move. Because not everyone has the privilege to be like, no, I don't want that shoot. I want this shoot. You know, like not everyone gets that opportunity when you're beginning, when you're starting. But as you grow, that is when I'd advise for you to start selecting which jobs would look good for you and what you would want to be known as. Because there's nothing wrong with being selfish sometimes, you know? Is that being selfish? I'm not sure. (laughs) But anyway, this episode isn't supposed to scare you. I just wanted to bring some awareness of what is really happening in the modeling scenes and the creative scenes in the UAE because modeling is not an easy job. I think from everything I've said, you could gather that. I've learned that over the years as I grew in this industry. Though with all its flaws, I still feel completely in my element when I'm in front of a camera. It's something that has become so familiar with me and I always feel so comfortable, so unstoppable when I'm in front of it. As cringy as it sounds, it is true, okay? Others might work in this industry because it's easy money and I respect that, you know? It's the hustle. You do what you have to do. But others work here because it's truly what they want and something they love. Like myself. (laughs) But honestly, figure out if modeling is something that you really want to pursue. It might take time to make it into the industry. There are times where you might not even make much money. You might not achieve a lot. But that is being a part of it. You grow into it. You learn things. You experience things. And yeah, just explore if you think 
this is truly for you because it might not be for everyone. So, yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna wrap up today's episode, but I think I'm pretty sure I want to make a part two about this and get into more other things if you guys want. If there's anything like you want me to talk about the industry specifically, let me know. And, you know, I'll do some research on it and talk about it. So thank you guys for tuning in for today's episode. Make sure to leave a rating on whatever platform you're listening on. And I'm always open to feedback. So thank you guys so much. See you soon.